Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Foray and Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Listen, we have a secret but we're going to share it with you. Okay. (laughs) Today we are going to share our secret for reducing your paper flow. And it only requires one simple change. Y'all, once you do this, you will never go back. Okay. Trust us. But before we share our little secret with all of you, uh, we need to hear a TSH from Lindley. And so Lindley says, trying to beat everyone in the school to the copy room in the morning and hoping and praying that there is enough paper or there isn't a paper jam because I didn't know what I was doing until the night before. Uh, first of all, Lindley, we totally understand. Let's keep hearing. But because of my new favorite word, which is batching, I'm going to kick this bad habit. Go you, Lindley. We love to hear that you are really working hard on kicking that bad habit. But I feel like when you hear this, you're going to think, oh my gosh, why haven't I already been doing this in the first place? I think it's going to completely revolutionize and reduce the amount of times you go to the copy machine. Yeah, I was going to say, Lindley, you're not going to have to worry about that copy machine anymore. Okay, here's the deal. We're not going to make you wait any longer. Our one simple change that you have to make in order to reduce your paper flow, drum roll, is to go digital. And I know you all are like, okay, you all have been saying that for several episodes. Yes, we have, because it is a phenomenal decision. Go digital digital. Stop using so much paper. Now, we're not just telling you that and going to leave you hanging. We're going to talk about ways that you can go digital with some of the different things that you have to do in the classroom that involve paper. But before we jump into the meat of this podcast, Bridget and I have some super exciting news. Bridget, tell them. Guys, we are so excited to be able to launch this. But today, today, you are able to purchase our top digital planner. So for those of you who have followed Michelle and I for quite some time, then you know that I have always had a digital planner that I've really worked in creating and been doing kind of on the side with the lettered classroom. Uh, But with the change in my business and with the focus of literacy being more heavy like on me, it just felt right to combine this digital planner with Michelle and almost kind of combine forces, put two brains together, make it even better, which is why we call it teaching on the double because there's two of us. See what we did there? And it's going to be double the fun, double the better. I know that's not grammatically correct, but I'm just really, really stoked about this. This digital planner is going to include so many of the strategies that we have covered on this podcast. So your project planning, your checklist, your power list, all of that is integrated into our planner. Oh, you all like literally I have never been so excited for a digital planner and I've owned a lot of them. Bridget was the first one to get me into digital planning. But since then, I've purchased a lot of different digital planners and I can safely say, and I know I'm a little biased, this one is truly the best. Here's the deal. This digital planner is available on our website, www.teachingonthedouble.com. We have a few different formats. Now we have a PDF format. This would be best if you are going to use an iPad or a tablet and you're going to use an app like GoodNotes or any other note-taking app in order to physically write on that PDF. 
We also have a Google Slides format. The Google Slides format is going to be used for actually typing on your computer or device. So this digital planner will work for you whether you have an iPad or a tablet or not. It's fine. We have different formats that so will work for you. We also, because we totally believe in customization and you know, you getting what you want, we want you to be happy. We also have some different orientations. I know that when I use my iPad, I like to have it in like landscape format, you know, where I turn the iPad on the side and it's like long ways. Bridget, however, likes to have hers going up and down, more of like a portrait style. So we actually have both orientations available for you. So if you'd rather it be kind of side to side, we've got that. If you'd rather it be portrait, we've got that. We also know that some of you prefer different dates. Some of you want it to be the length of the school year, right? Like that July through June, at least if you're in the United States. But some of you want it to be the calendar year, that January through December. We have both of those options for you. So I guarantee you we have a planner that is going to work for you. And of course, we have a very special discount code for all of you that are listening right now. You can head over to our website, teachingonthedouble.com. And when you go to checkout, you can just enter pod podcast 20 to receive 20% off um, of the offer. So we are very, very excited to be able to launch this digital planner with all of you guys. We think that this is, was just the best way for us to be able to promote this digital planner and then provide you guys with all of the resources, all of the tools that we're constantly talking about um, into a nice, neat planner that Michelle and I really use. Like guys, when I say this, like we really use this thing every single day and we love it. Yeah, this planner has literally become my baby because I don't have any actual children, but this planner is becoming the closest thing I have to a child. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand that, although I do have children, but I can totally understand your sentiments there. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and we're going to get into the meat of reducing your paper flow with that simple trick of just going digital. And so the first thing that we talk about is planner. Um, I know there are every single teacher that is out there use some form of a planner. I know some of us will go online and they have like a plan book option that they use like through the internet. But for us, Michelle and I, we use our digital planner to be able to kind of have that still that handwritten piece that we really enjoy, um, but also having that typing feature as well. This allows us to be able to keep all of the things in one place. We can use it, view it on multiple devices. So if you are on iCloud, you can have it as a PDF. I can actually use my planner on my iPad, but then if I'm out and about and I need to reference my my uh, planner, I can pull it up using iCloud storage on my iPhone. And so I'm able to kind of see the planner there and make any changes or adjustments. Or you can have the Google Drive option. Google Drive is something that you can access anywhere where you have internet access and you're able to kind of make those changes and it adjusts as you make those changes to all of your devices, which is really nice. This takes up less space, guys, less things to carry, less things to tote around, and it's so much better on your back at the end of the day. And I know so many people are out there and they're constantly saying, well, the digital options are just really, really expensive. But I really wanna challenge you to sit back and I want you to think. Think about all of the planners that you purchase in one year. Think about the notebooks that you purchase in one year, the notepads that you're purchasing. If you combine all of that money and you put it together, it is the price of what you would pay for a device that would allow you to utilize this digital format. 
And then of course, you can easily add those pages. Um, so just like with the planner, paper planner pages, if you need to add pages or you wanna add a PDF or you wanna make changes there, you can do that with this planner. It is truly so functional and so easy to make it adapt and fit your needs. So I'm gonna give you all just a brief overview of our planner. One of the features I love about our planner is the fact that once you open it up, we have this reference page where it's gonna link to all the different things that you need. And I mentioned we have included a lot of those templates that we have shared with you. So your project planning, those specific checklists, and some of those different planning pages. Like if you want a detailed planned out day, we've got a page for you. We have our weekly planning pages. They're already dated. You don't have to worry about that. And it's gonna end up saving you so much time. We also have those monthly calendars so you can write those dates down. I mean, I guarantee you, if you want it, it's going to be in this planner, okay? And everything is linked for you, super easy to navigate, to stay organized. If you're one of those people and you're like, yeah, but I just wish it was all in one place, this is truly the perfect planner for you. The next thing that we want to share with you guys are checklists and checklists can absolutely be something that is digital. And Michelle and I have really kind of gone full force and utilizing a digital checklist over the past, what it, what would I say? Maybe like a year, year and a half. I think you've been doing it a little bit longer than I have, Michelle. But paper checklists, let's just be honest, they're really easy to lose and they're really difficult to update. I would hate hate having to locate the hard drive that I stored the checklist in because I wasn't necessarily using Google Drive all the way. So I had all these hard drives with all of the different materials because I have a lot of digital stuff that I've created over the years. And I would never find the right checklist. So I was constantly trying to update the old checklist that I was able to find. And then as I would get new students, I would have to update the names or maybe if I spelled something incorrectly, which happens all the time, I would have to go and update those. But then it's a pain because you have to print the, the main copy, you have to go make multiple copies, and then you have to maintain having those copies in your classroom. And at the end of the day, you end up losing them. You don't even remember where you ended up placing those paper copies. So we strongly encourage you to really look at some digital checklists to really help you kind of see some of those patterns. So for me, I truly enjoy using Google Sheets. And I think when we have those Google Sheets and you have that ability to have the checklist with all of the different assignments or tasks or skills, whatever you wanna think of it as, you're able to start to kind of notice patterns within your students, which is incredibly beneficial as a data point for you, for you as a teacher. Now you can create these digital checklists in a few different places online. One option for you, and we're recommending a lot of Google because we love Google. <laughs> One option for you is Google Tasks. What I love about Google Tasks is if you use Gmail or Google Drive, it actually integrates with that where there's a little pop-out section on the side and you can easily see your Google Tasks or your you know to-do list, your checklist, whatever, right there within Google Drive or within your email. You can also use Google Keep. Google Keep also integrates there on the side with Google Drive or with your email, but you can also open it up in the full screen format, and it's great for creating those checklists. Another option is Google Sheets. I love Google Sheets because you can have those multiple workbooks within Google Sheets, so you can have all of your checklists in one place. These were all options that I used before Bridget and I created this digital planner, and once we created this planner, I loved that it included 
checklists in it. So things like grades or what papers have been turned in, or if I want to create my own checklist for things that I have going on in my personal life, I can literally do it all within that planner. And I'm not going to different websites for all my different checklists. It's literally all in one place. And not to mention, Michelle, I think we totally skip past this. But what about those checklists that we created that are specific <gasps> to certain times of the year? Oh my gosh, these are the best checklists yes. in the whole wide world. So guys, not only do we have a spot for you to be able to create student checklists, but we also have beginning of the year checklists, end of the year checklists, field trip checklists, conference checklist, anything that you could possibly imagine, a party checklist that will allow you and help you plan for all of those different very large events months in advance. So that way you're not feeling overwhelmed as a teacher. Yeah, and when we say we have the checklist, like for conferences, for example, we literally have already bulleted out like what you need to do a month prior and two weeks prior and a week prior. That's all written out for you. We're not talking about just a template where you have to do all the thinking. We already have it done for you. We have spots for you to add to it if needed, because I guarantee you everyone's school is different. You might have additional items we didn't include, but a bulk of the work is already done for you. I feel like the planner in itself pays for itself just from those checklists and the amount of time it's going to save you. Oh, absolutely. I agree completely. Okay, so the next thing that we recommend going digital to help really make things simpler for you, it's going to be student information. Um, I know that student information is one of the things that I really cherish. I find that it's so important to really kind of know my students and dig deep into their file. Like I am that nerd that likes to look at their cumulative folder. And so I look back at all of the history because it just really helps to inform me about what, what do I need to do to really help my kids. So we have pages in our planner for student information, guys. And I'm not talking just like address, parent contact information. I'm talking about IEP. I'm talking about medical. We're talking transportation, everything that you could possibly need in order to really make sure that you know your student to the T is in this planner. And one of the things I love about having student information in a digital format as opposed to just on paper is the fact that you can access it on any device. This is perfect for field trips or in an emergency situation. So let me give you all an example. My school utilizes this kind of blue bag system for emergencies. So anytime we have a fire drill, whether it's planned or not, we have to grab this emergency blue bag and we take it out with us. Well, within that bag, we're supposed to constantly be updating the roster, not only for our class, but we have to have it for like our teammates classes because you never know what happens in emergency. And I know how hectic the school year gets. It never fails that I would forget to update that paper copy. I'd either have a student join my class, leave my class, change classes, whatever. And it was never up to date. But if I have all of that student information in a digital format, I can just pull it up and it's good to go. I don't have to worry about constantly printing off new copies and worrying about it not being up to date. Another fantastic feature is the fact that you can print these pages for any meetings that you have. So if you're keeping all of like your student data, you can print it when you have a meeting. Or if you have a substitute, print off the pages of your planner that have that information and then just put it for the sub. Like it makes it so much easier. 
Can I also mention about the importance of maintaining confidentiality? And I think when we have things that are printed and they're not put away, we are breaching confidentiality. I mean, think about how many times you have a parent that like randomly walks into your room. It happens to me all the time. And so I have a student information that's sitting out. But when I'm maintaining it as a digital version, I'm keeping confidentiality like to the maximum at that point. Okay, so the next thing that you can consider taking away all of the paper that you have inside of your um, classroom is going to be meeting notes. I mean, think about how many times we have to take notes for the meeting. And if you're that sticky person out there, sticky note person, I love you very much. Okay, I love sticky notes just as much as anyone else. But sticky notes are not an effective way for maintaining notes. Uh, You might think it might be working for you when in reality, you've just gotten so used to using that system. But you're only going to use it to which that system is its best at. And sticky notes are not always the best type of system. So meeting notes. Let's chat about that. You can use a notes app. I love notes app. I'm an Apple girl all the way. And so I highly recommend using the notes app. You can create different folders and have all of your notes inside of that. So I have a specific folder for my meetings. And then each meeting, I create a new note. And then I put the title of that note, whether it's a faculty meeting, IEP meeting, whatever it may be, and then I add the date to it. And what's nice is that you can also scan documents as a PDF or take pictures um, using slides if you are going to use some form of a Google Doc. So if you could do this as a Google version as well, and you can store these all within your notes app, which is really nice. And here's the thing, Michelle, tell them the best part about all of this. Okay. I don't know about you all, but there have been so many occurrences where I've gone to a meeting, I have a paper, and then I can't find it, and I'm like searching everywhere for it. The wonderful thing about keeping your meeting notes digital is the fact that they become searchable. If you scan those documents in as a PDF in your notes app, you can then search like let's say you knew the meeting had something to do with IEPs, but you don't really remember anything else. You can go into your notes app, type IEPs, and it's going to pull up that PDF. It can actually search the text on the PDF. Like technology is amazing. Same thing if you're storing a Google Doc within Google Drive. You can search Google Drive and it's going to pull it up and that's going to save you so much time. I also love that you can easily reference this from anywhere on a device. You don't have to worry about taking papers home and being at home trying to lesson plan and you're like, wait, what was that thing from that meeting that I learned? You're able to just pull it up on your device and reference it. This is also going to minimize the amount of clutter that you have. You don't have papers all around everywhere and taking up all this space with binders, trying to organize them. Keep it digital and then you're going to immediately feel like your room is so much more organized and has so much less clutter. And The great thing is, you all know, I mean, come on, you know it's coming. We have a space for meeting notes in our planner, okay? We have a page that will help you organize and kind of schedule out your meetings for the year so you can see an overview of your meetings and when they're occurring. But we also have a space for you to take notes. And you can, you know, type in your notes or handwrite them. But then you can also insert, like, maybe the person presenting has slides and you take a picture of the slide. You can insert that image right into the planner. And then that way it's there for you to be able to reference like literally a game changer. I feel like our planner is the best thing ever. I feel like people are going to get really tired of us, you know, 
bragging about our planner, but listen, it's kind of like when you have a baby and you you just want to show everyone like, look how cute my baby is. And you're going to post pictures everywhere to show off your baby. It's That's because us. you're proud because you made that baby and we made this planner. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have a baby together, Michelle. <laughs> I love it. I knew the day would come. <laughs> All right, guys. So the other thing that we have when it comes to papers and it's just overloading our classroom are going to be students' assignments. Let's just be real. We have a lot of things when it comes to students' assignments. And so one of the things that we recommend to you, and of course, yes, it's digital themed, but use a learner management system. And I think this has been the perfect opportunity for all of us to get used to having some form of a learner management system. So whether it be Schoology or Google Classroom, use that system. I know that there are so many districts and counties out there that are really starting to embrace technology and they're buying one-to-one devices, mainly for the fact that they don't really know what's going to happen with the school year. So they're trying to be proactive and buying these devices now and getting them into the hands of their students at the very beginning of the year. So guys, this is a great opportunity to start turning your assignments into digital assignments. Not only can students be able to complete these and turn these assignments in online, but this one is my favorite. It's fantastic for procrastination. Guys, I'm a big procrastinator. I'm huge when it comes to procrastination. And I don't ever have to worry about, oh my gosh, I don't have a lesson. I totally forgot to print that. And now I don't have my 30 copies that I need to have. And you know, it's that moment where you're like, you have to go to the teacher across the hall and like beg them and basically say, I will bring you Chipotle tomorrow if you watch my class so that I can go make these 30 copies for my classroom. You don't have to do that anymore. Why? Because you can scan it on your iPad or your phone. You can upload it into your learner management system and boom, you have an automatic lesson ready to go. And I love that this means not making copies because I have definitely been that teacher who was planning the night before. And just like with our TSH, they're like running to the, well, I'm running to the copier and it's broken. And I run to the other copier and it's under repair. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? And that is the worst feeling. But with these digital student assignments, you don't have to worry about that. Another great feature is the fact that you can then grade them from anywhere. That is phenomenal. I remember, I think it was last year. I don't know. I went on a vacation. I wasn't in school for a couple of days. And I left a lot of digital assignments for my students to complete through our LMS, which was Google Classroom. I was on my trip, literally sitting there grading their assignments as they were completing them, which was phenomenal because then I could let the substitute know like, hey, I need you to make this adjustment for tomorrow because this student isn't getting this or, you know, can you please pull them in a small group? And I was able to do that because their assignments were digital. I also can check in with students in real time. This is perfect, especially with so many schools moving to virtual due to the circumstances right now, at least on Google Classroom. And I think Bridget said you could do something similar on Schoology. I, or rather if they're working in Google Slides, right? That's what you said? Right, yes. Okay, so on Google Classroom, pretty much everything I would assign is through like a Google Doc or Google Slides. I can actually pull up that student's Google Slides or 
or Google Doc. And as they're working on it, not only can I see what they're doing, but I can like comment to them. And I remember the first time I did this with my students, they were like, what is going on? They thought it was so cool. But this allows me in real time to see mistakes that they're making and help, you know, prevent those misconceptions or provide other resources. If I see like, hey, they're struggling with multiplication, I'm a pop a picture of a multiplication chart in there. Like it just makes it so much more adaptable and easy to be differentiated. I can also easily return the assignments to students to make changes. I'm not tracking them down to try to give them a paper that I'm probably never going to get back, let's be honest. I can just digitally return it to the student. They can make changes and resubmit it. I can also view their edit and submission history. So I can see their progression of learning as they went through the assignment. And what I love probably above all of this is the fact that parents can view the assignments. I don't have to worry about graded work getting lost, and I'm using air quotes, because it typically doesn't get lost. It typically gets shoved into the trash can, okay? Let's be real. When kids get bad grades, they try to hide them. I definitely did that as a kid also. So I love that parents are able to view the assignments. It just helps keep everyone honest, and it helps keep that communication between me and the families very open. The next item that you can reduce your paper flow with is going to be student resources. I know that I am big on using resources. I think we all really like to use them inside of our classroom, because it helps to really support the learning of our students. But those can oftentimes be something that is just kind of a clutter inside of our rooms. And so now what you can do is take pictures of them or you can create them using either Google Slides or Google Drive, save them as a PDF or an image and post them into your learner management system. I know for me, I like to have a page that when you when the students go to that folder for that assignment, they have a page that has all the instructions. It has a video accompaniment with it. And then it has all of the image for any of the resources that I want my students to be able to use. So anchor charts, reference pages. Um, you know, if you have like a multiplication chart, I have one of those already posted into my learner management system. And so students know exactly where to go online to go and grab it. And they're not walking around. You know, that thing that students, kid, that kids do, they like search, search for the item, but they're not really like looking for it. Yeah. It's they're like, really stretching their legs. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're not stretching. They're wasting time. They're trying well, to yeah. get out of not doing anything. <laughs> um, but now it's all online. So they're able to go and gain, have access to those materials very easily. Yeah. And there's a few other advantages of this that I love. Students can then view this at home as well as the classroom. I know it can be very frustrating for students who rely on those reference pages or anchor charts in the classroom. When they go home, they no longer have that support. And especially with so many being online right now, they don't have that support at home. So having this be digital allows them to view it anywhere. It's also going to take up less space in your classroom it, whenever you get back in there. I know Bridget's going to be back in there. I'm not. But when I do get back in my classroom, having these resources be digital will help save me space. It also means I don't have to go make copies. I'm not wasting time standing at the copier waiting for my turn and then it runs out of paper and then it runs out of toner. Like that ends up saving me time that I can spend planning lessons and doing other things. It also means my students can't lose it. Y'all, I for the past several years teaching math I would always make individual student copies of, I call them math notes. It's basically copies of like the anchor chart that they glue in their notebook. 
If I had a dollar for every sheet of math notes I have found on my floor, I could have literally retired last year, okay? My students put like one little speck of glue on it and expect it to stay in their notebook all year, and it doesn't, and it ends up on the floor. So I love that using these digitally means I'm not picking up all of those papers off my floor and my students can't come to me and say, Miss Frey, I don't have that. Yeah, that's because you lost it. (laughs) Girl, I know exactly how you feel. Now, can we talk a little bit about exit tickets? Because I feel like I use exit tickets quite often. I really enjoy exit tickets or really like it's anything that just gives me some sort of feedback from the lesson that I've just finished, right? And I do this with index cards. I do this with sticky notes. And let's just be honest with one another. Like, our districts don't buy us the sticky notes that actually work. It's the sticky notes that you try to put on and then like they stick for maybe, I don't know, a couple of minutes. And then all of a sudden you have sticky notes flying everywhere. And you're like, this is ridiculous. Like, why am I using these sticky notes? They're horrible. It's like the cheapest sticky notes possible. But if we talk about exit tickets and minimizing some of that flow and all the fluttering of the sticky notes that we have in our side of our classroom, we can instead use a digital version. So I really like Padlet or Kahoot. Um, You can even use Jamboard that allow students to be able to respond to some form of a question. Um, And then also be able to kind of see what the other kids are doing. I think it's a little bit more interactive when they're able to do that. Oh, and here's the other thing that I really love about Padlet. Not only can kids type it, they can create video submissions. So they can video their answers and then upload it as a video. So I think it really allows for a little bit more creativity with students as well, which is always nice because there are some kids who written, they can't really express what it is that's kind of going on in their head. So they need to kind of say it orally. And so using some form of a video format, um, it really just enhances the lesson overall. Yeah. And I know I like to give my students exit tickets in math pretty much every day because that's going to help guide my instruction for the next day. But then it can be very time consuming trying to check over all of their answers, whether it's digital or sticky notes, like even digital, trying to go through the Padlet or go through the Jamboard. It can be time consuming. So I love to use Google Forms because you can actually have them be self-grading. Even if you're not going to actually record that exit ticket as a grade in your grade book, it will give you a summary of how that student did and that can be used to help guide your instruction the next day. So overall, these digital formats, whether it's Padlet, Jamboard, Google Forms, it's going to be easier to organize the student responses because you're not trying to collect sticky notes from around your room and off the floor. It's easier to maintain over time because what if, you know, you have a spot where your students put the sticky notes and you forget to clear it off from the day before and then all of a sudden you give them a new sticky note and you're like, great, where are they putting that now? (laughs) And it's also a lot easier to reference. If you're at home planning lessons for the next day, you don't have to worry about making sure you have all the sticky notes or all the index cards. You can literally just pull up that digital format and then you're able to adapt your lessons. Another area where we can really reduce paper flow is going to be permission slips that we end up sending home. And I feel like this is another area where a lot of parents will end up losing some of those. Kids don't give them to the parents. And so there's a lot of miscommunication that ends up happening. So in order to do this, and of course, you are going to have to probably check with your school or your district, because I know for me, there are probably a couple of forms that are maybe not I can't really do a digital version of it, Um, but you can absolutely create forms using Google Form, and that allows for parents to very easily give you the feedback. They're able to complete whatever permission slips that you're wanting to to send home without having to worrying 
or worrying about losing that paper at the end of the day. And on the same page, because you brought up like these forms, think outside of just permission slips. This could be surveys. Like if you're collecting information from parents, whether that's collecting, you know, contact information at the beginning of the year or trying to get information about their student and like what works for their student, or maybe it's even like you're about to have conferences and you want to know from parents, hey, what do you want to discuss at this conference? Create a survey either in Google Forms or you can use a website like SurveyMonkey and you can send it to parents digitally. Again, you don't have to worry about the paper getting lost. And what I love is it's going to automatically organize this data or this information collected into charts and tables. And then you can use that search and find feature digitally, which you can't do with papers. So maybe you have sent out a Google form to collect contact information, and then you're trying to figure out, hey, what is uh, Bridget's mom's phone number? Instead of trying to file through all the papers and maybe you thought you had them in alphabetical order, but you really didn't, instead you can just search and type in Bridget and it's gonna pull up that information. Again, I love that you can access this on multiple devices. So you don't have to, you know, leave the papers like in your classroom and then get home and need that information and not have it. And the final area where we can reduce that paper flow is going to be signups. I think this is one that I have been using since I started teaching from the very beginning. But signing up for conferences, having volunteer work, you can have uh, party supplies that people will sign up for digitally. And they can do this by using an, an application online called called Sign Up Genius, or they can use Shutterfly. These are fantastic platforms that allows parents to be able to go in, kind of select the different options that you post that are available, um, and you can have an automatic progress. What I even love about these is not only will they be able to kind of see, it automatically sends email responses. So you can have them send that email like to remind them, hey, this is going to be coming up pretty soon so that parents don't end up forgetting. So guys, not only... I mean, again, I'm going to have to say it like our planner is pretty awesome. Like, and it, it really kind of sets the stage for getting you to go completely digital in the very beginning. We highly recommend it, along with all of the other wonderful things that we've mentioned in this podcast. But the planner is available. You need to go and check it out. You need to go and at least look at it, put it in a cart, and then just kind of fill it out for a second because I promise you, you're going to end up loving it at the very end. Like I said, if you loved my planner, I think this planner is just three times as wonderful. It has all of the different things that we talk about religiously on this podcast that we want you to implement in everyday life. So it's not only going to help you as a teacher, but it's really going to benefit you overall in your life to making sure that you're living the life that you want to live and you are kind of setting the mark, uh, setting the stage for, you know, getting things done and being able to spend time with your family at the same time. Michelle, we also have one more thing, right? We do. I was just going to say, I mean, it's back to school. I think this is a time where we all feel overwhelmed, especially this year. And I know one thing that really helps me feel less overwhelmed, it's treating myself. So, you know, treat yourself to that digital planner. Okay. And then we also have for a limited time, some virtual workshops that are now, now available that you can treat yourself to. So not only is it going to help you be able to become, you know, better time managers and better organized, but it's going to have you be more productive 
positive, which means you're going to feel less stressed out and less overwhelmed throughout the school year. So this is really giving back to yourself in more than one way. Our three different virtual workshops that are available for a limited time are taking control of your time management, optimizing your organization, and becoming a productivity master. Each one is around a half an hour. And then we have some steps for you to take after the fact in order to truly implement this in your life. And if you are a top teacher and you really want to take advantage of all three of these, we do offer a bundle for all of them um, so that you can really enhance every area of your life. However, if you are somebody that just wants to really focus on one specific area, we do offer each of the workshops individually. So you can either choose the, the individual workshops or become a top teacher today and go ahead and purchase the bundle. Guys, there are only a few more weeks left with these workshops open. They are not gonna be open all year round. We're only gonna have them for a limited time. So do not wait. Go ahead and head over to teachingonthedouble.com. You can check out our workshops there, but also check out the digital planner, which is now released. And the workshops are only gonna be available until Sunday, September 13th. And while you're on our website, you know, getting your new digital planner, signing up for these limited time workshops, we would love for you to also submit your TSH or your time sucking hurdle. Let us know what is really distracting you right now or sucking up all of your time and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly love reading your reviews. They put such a big smile on our face and they help our podcast be able to grow and get into the ears of more teachers. So until next time, guys, be time. Stay organized and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.